0: The 2TM News Podcast with Romy Gilbert, all thanks to Super Steel Tamworth. There's Steel, and then there's Super Steel Tamworth. With me, I have today Imogen McDonald. She is the New England Northwest Regional Youth Task Force representative. Imogen is one of 18 young people working with the state government in advocating for regional youth. Imogen, thank you so much for having a chat with us. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So, I'd love if you could just um, first tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, You're obviously from the New England Northwest. Yep.
1: So, um, I grew up in Imbral, where I lived pretty much my whole life until this year where I've just moved to Canberra to study law and arts at the Australian National University.
0: Fantastic. And you're loving Canberra? Well, it's a bit... Yeah, I lo- yeah. not at the moment, That's but right.
1: <laughs> usually it's lots of fun. I live on campus, so I'm involved in a few different university things. And yeah, it's
0: been a huge change, but I really like it. That's wonderful. What kind of stuff are you doing down in Canberra at uni? Um,
1: I've been doing a few different things. I've been like playing in the ANU orchestra, which has been lots of fun. What do you play? I I play the flute.
0: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Jealous.
1: (laughs) And I've been doing some writing and editing for the Women's Department magazine, which has been really rewarding.
0: Fantastic. Very good. I'm sure there's a lot uh, to take in. Uni is such a brain-growing time. So it's great that you're getting involved in everything. You're involved in, and you represent the New England Northwest with one other woman, I'm told, for the Regional Youth Task Force. Yes. And so what is the Regional Youth Task Force?
1: So it's a group of young people from all over New South Wales, regional rural and remote areas. It's about two people from each kind of area and we come together, we have four big meetings during our term where we discuss different pillars that relate to regional youth and we try to come up with solutions to to fix these and then we also get to talk with members of parliament, people working in organisations to help regional youth and all things like that. So yeah, it's, it's lots of fun. It's really amazing to be able to connect with other people from all over New South Wales.
0: Absolutely. And do you find that most of your other uh, kind of team members from different parts of regional New South Wales have have similar kind of things to talk about? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think there are definitely, um, you know, a few things that we're all extremely passionate about. But then I guess the other good thing is that because we're all from such different areas that we all have our own individual passions as well. And we're all, you know, from all ages, 12 to 24, so, you know, we have lots of different life experience, like some of us university students, some are still in high school, some are working in trades. So, yeah, it's a huge variety, which I think is really good because that way we can represent, you know, a large proportion of regional youth.
0: Totally. And so you, you mentioned some of the pillars. I assume there are some certain criteria that you guys discuss. Do you want to tell me about that?
1: Yeah. So we've had three of our big meetings already, and the pillars were work readiness well-being and connectivity. So they're very broad, but we have lots of different opportunities within these pillars to talk about um, lots of different things and speak to different people working in these areas. I really enjoyed our last one which was connectivity because you know we talked about all sorts of things from public transport to navigating, you know, cyber spaces um, and connecting regional youth with um, organisations and networks online to reduce you know that limitation of travel. And you know, just ways, especially to connect during lockdown with other people. I thought
0: that was really interesting. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a big issue now that with this pandemic, um, you know, m- isolation is probably more prevalent than ever for youth and especially regional youth. So I'm sure you guys had a lot to to discuss there. Yeah. And so I guess, what do you love about being from a regional rural community? Um lots of different things.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I I think my favorite thing probably is kind of the values that that growing up in that kind of community instills in you. I think like regional communities are built on generosity and and supporting each other because that's you know, how these communities get through, through local business and farming and things like that. Um, And yeah, I guess I kind of miss that being in Canberra, just walking down the street and, you know, running into people you know or going to the shops, you know, where people you know are working and just that constant sense of community is something very rare and very special. And I think, you know, because there are so many opportunities that rural young people miss out on, they're often forced to become more resourceful and more independent and more creative in finding their own opportunities and in, you know, finding ways to do things that people from cities, you know, take for granted. So I think definitely gives you very, very unique values and skills. Mm,
0: Yeah. Always surrounded by inspiring people that are overcoming serious adversity. Yeah. I agree. How did you become involved in the regional youth task force?
1: So I'd heard about it before and then, um, my local member reached out to me saying that he thought um, it sounded like something I could be interested in, um, and then I applied at the end of last year, and then we really, you know, kind of started our term this year.
0: Wow. And so you've got what, do you have one more meeting to go for the year? Yeah, one more, yeah. Okay, cool. And you've just had your third where you um, talked about connectivity and things. Yeah. And so how did your local member know that you might be interested in it?
1: Um. I had done a few leadership um, kind of things before during high school. Um, I was involved with the New South Wales YMCA Youth Parliament, where I represented the Northern Tablelands, um, and I was on the Women's Affairs Committee. So we helped to, you know, construct a bill um, that was presented to Parliament on providing free sanitary products to homeless women in New South Wales. Wow. Yeah, so that was that was an amazing opportunity. And then I did something similar a few months later. I applied for the Country to Canberra Leadership Competition where people from all over Australia in rural areas can write an essay or submit a video about, you know, with reference to a question they provide about gender equality. And then I ended up winning and going on a power trip to Canberra with lots of other rural girls and non-binary people from around the country. So I really enjoyed doing those kind of things during school.
0: Look at you go. That's wonderful and very inspiring to hear. Obviously, you're a very passionate go-getter.
1: Yeah, I'm extremely passionate about it. I think... um, I think... What I found going through school um, in a rural community is that everyone, but especially girls, are constantly saying, "You know, I can't wait to finish school and get out of here," because rural areas, you know, aren't really seen by youth as safe and accessible, um, and empowering kind of places where they can see a life for themselves there. So I'm really passionate about kind of bridging that gap and making rural areas places where young people, especially young girls, you know, want to live and you know, places that they know they can thrive in and places where they can have the opportunities that they want.
0: Yeah, totally. And, you know, you don't really realise it until you go away and you come back and you have exposure to lots of different uh, types of life. And, you know, when you live overseas and, you know, your example, you're living out in college and... You'll, once you start to realise the, the kind of disadvantages that um, yeah. that sometimes people face in regional communities, it can be pretty alarming. So is there any, any other particular topic that you're particularly passionate about? The, there are a lot of things. Yeah.
1: But something um, I've kind of been thinking about at the moment and what we were discussing in our last meeting was media literacy in rural communities and how the, you know, negative effects of that because a lot of these communities, especially really remote communities, don't have, you know, like, uh, I guess, like, news, like, good, like... Mm.
0: Media outlets? Well, they shut down a whole lot of regional news. They took away all the funding, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and newspapers and things like that. So they often, you know, their only kind of source of media and news is online platforms like Facebook, which, you know, often generate a lot of conspiracy theories. And so, yeah, we were just discussing a lot in our last meeting um, kind of ways to overcome this and, um, yeah, just the negative flow and effect that
0: it can have. Totally. And I suppose, you know, young people, um, they live their lives so digitally digitally, connected yeah, yeah. so it is super important for for that conversation to be had around misinformation and yeah now yeah. more than ever is it important for people like yourselves um and and myself you're studying media law um arts law arts law okay well you'll still yeah. touch on i mean the media yeah. a lot and yeah obviously studying law as well how important it is to have factual information yeah, so definitely. that's a very interesting topic and we're at the very beginning of that i think there's so much more to come
1: Yep, definitely.
0: So far, out of all the meetings that you've had and all the great things that you guys have discussed, have there been any outcomes or have you guys had the chance to implement any kind of change over any government policy in regards to regional youth? Um, yeah, we've talked about lots of different
1: things that have, you know, have had outcomes or are, um, you know, in the process. Um, one thing we were discussing, we don't know if it will you know, result in anything yet, but it's likely um, to have QR codes on government documents where you can scan um, and it will show the same document, but you can choose what language you want to see. We have a member in our task force who works a lot with people, refugees and immigrants in rural communities who um, have, you know, language barriers. Mm -hmm. So that's a really important thing we were talking about. And then we were also able to produce a video supporting the, giving vaccines from like regional and rural areas to Sydney, so like year 12 high school students could have them. And that video was very popular and had a lot of support. So that was a really positive outcome as well. Um, and then we were also discussing the possibility of having, you know, vaccines within schools. So mm-hmm. students can just get vaccinated at school. And yeah, so those are a few different things.
0: Wow. I suppose when we, when I was at school, and I'm sure it was the same for you, we did get our immunisations at school in yes. primary school. So yes. I guess this whole new COVID thing is still pretty fresh, but eventually it will become, as they all say, living with the virus. It'll be like the flu yes. shot, which we'll get at school, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations on being involved in so many awesome conversations and, and projects. It's, Thank you. It's very exciting. So I have to ask, do you, what do you kind of want uh, to do in the future? I don't have a
1: specific job in mind, but I'd like to work in an area that kind of makes the law more accessible and understandable to vulnerable people, specifically women. So I'd love to work in like a women's legal centre or something like that.
0: Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I know you'll do it. Whatever you want to do, you'll do it. (laughs) And it'll change a thousand times as well. Yes. But that's fine. As long as you know, you're passionate and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So the next meeting is coming up. And what's the last topic that you'll be talking about?
1: Um, We don't know yet. (laughs) Ah. Yeah. So that one will be in a few months. They usually tell us a few weeks before the meeting happens, what the topic will be.
0: Cool. And so is it online because of COVID?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we got to have one in real life, the first one. That was at Coffs Harbour and it was lots of fun getting to meet everyone. But yeah, now that it's just
0: online. That's such a bummer. Yeah. Well, hopefully the next one might be face to face. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so too. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. It's It's very grateful to have heard your insight and hear about all the wonderful things you guys are doing. Thank you for having me on. You're welcome and all the best at Canberra. Thank you so much.